Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time to talk sports. It's time for the show. When you hear this song on the radio, it's time to tune in. Better act fast. Let me get that part Sports Talk Radio, starting now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 67 of, let me get that potograph, our NSCC preview special. This time next week, guys, we'll be coming to you live from the National. We'll be there live during the week, and then obviously we'll have some some, uh, major, major shows after that, but... It's going to be awesome, and we've also got some incredible announcements regarding the show that uh, will be coming at NSCC, so definitely stay tuned for that. But uh, we'll be talking about NSCC throughout this week's show, but I want to kick off today touching on a few different things going on in the hobby. And uh, first up is the recent release from Allen and Ginter. More specifically, the absolutely absurd and ridiculous social media outrage, so to speak, regarding their checklist. Now, uh, Beans Ballcard blog, one of the absolute best blogs in regarding the hobby that there is. Ken does an amazing, amazing job with that blog. He uh, had a post on it, and I'd already looked at it and planned on discussing the checklist a little bit because I love it every single year, but... He had a really, really good article discussing this outrage, and it kind of got me thinking about it a little bit. And really, guys, the complaining is just stupid. This is nothing new. (laughs) Allen and Ginter has always had an eclectic auto and memorabilia checklist. They've had some absolutely outrageous cards that you would never imagine a card being, but they always have these ridiculously cool and out there sets and this year is no different they've also always had amazing hard signed mlb autos booklets cut signatures and this year's no different i mean i I just don't understand it at all people are acting like this is the only product that tops puts out that's under a 100 bucks per box i mean this is not an expensive product whatsoever but there are some massive, massive hits to be had in there. But yes, they are mixed in with, you know, some different stuff that you don't find in every release. And Allen and Ginter, I mean, it is excellent this year. And it's following the same formula that they have always followed. Plus, they put Brian Fallon of the Gaslight Anthem, one of my favorite bands and lead singers in there. Uh, 
<laughs> so, you know, bonus points right there. By the way, send any colors and parallels that you do have. Uh, send me a PM my way as soon as you pull them. <laughs> but just calm down, everyone. Every release won't be for you. And honestly, if it matters that much to you, do your homework on the product ahead of time. I mean, it, it's that simple. If it matters that much that it that a checklist is going to drive you to complain and put out some of the tweets and stuff that I've seen in the last week and that were on Bean's post, which he po pointed out some that I had missed that were just, they were just ridiculous. It's... <laughs> It's dumb. Every product's not going to be for you guys. This isn't some product where it's not like they promoted uh, Prism or Optic Basketball and then threw in a set with dogs, eggs, and, you know, fossil relics. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Next up's a follow-up of sorts to the discussion on quality control we had in the hobby. So a lucky, and I use that term loosely, collector <laughs> was sent a Panini white box to replace a redemption. Pulled out the beautiful Franco Harris 101 from, I believe it was Flawless Football. Gorgeous looking card. Only one problem. The hard sign card had Jerome Bettis' signature on it. How, I'll say it again if we didn't say it enough last week. How does this stuff go out? especially of a special card which is stamped, encased, sealed, and packed by hand by Panini employees. Multiple different employees. These mistakes just cannot happen, especially in something like a white box. It's just ridiculous. And speaking on white boxes in general, this really is another concept, at least in my opinion, that Panini released without fully thinking it out. If you aren't aware of what these are, they're special boxes that if you're waiting for a redemption and it's of a high dollar card and you've waited a certain amount of time, I believe the value, people tell you different things. Uh, everything that I've seen is generally around $200, $250. If they value your redemption at that or higher, they will offer you a white box instead. Now there are some massive big hits in these white boxes that I've seen. But they're all stamped on the front. They're all overstock. And, you know, there are some nice flawless things and stuff like that. But there are also just some absolute ridiculous jokes of a replacement for a $200 plus card. And so when it comes to white boxes, it's, to me, it's just one of those things that you could really... Panini could make these awesome. You can do some really fun stuff with this. Like, for example, you could have redemptions that were that came in after people had already replaced them. I mean, like the Julio Jones cards that he had, his national treasures and stuff. I know a bunch of people that got those replaced because it took like seven, eight, nine years. Pe people gave up for, I mean, because obviously, who, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, only a, a lot of diehard Falcon collectors are the ones that I think got them, so... I know a lot of those weren't, I mean, some of them have been sent out as replacements, but I know a lot of those were replaced already. You can include those type of things inside the white box. You, special sets, like the cross-product Super Bowl line that they have. You could have players like Breeze, Manning, Brady, the big guys that you're going to have in that cross-product set, which I absolutely love. It's one of my favorites. Include those in some white boxes. You could have a white box or specialty set solely for these boxes. 
tickets to special events or you could even start having different sized white boxes every couple boxes you know maybe one in 50 is a larger white box or something that has some of their memorabilia with a panini athlete they've got people like kobe you know maybe kobe basketball something along those lines there's so many different things that they can do anything besides just overstock that is getting absolutely no love in the secondary market very few of these cards are getting near what they're supposed to be replacing and it's something that i think panini really needs to take a look at because collectors are only going to see so many of these before they give up completely the black boxes at the national need to be great to you know the panini uh gold and silver packs are always a buzz those need to be a big hit at the national this year because they need to do something because the white box in my opinion was just put out as you know a nicer solution than just name a player and we'll send you whatever because i saw some absolute abominations when that happened but not having any idea who you're getting make giving turning it back into a massive chance i think they need to be rewarding collectors for doing that as well and taking some of the burden off of them to fulfill the redemptions which are one of the things that they have a problem with the most and that is a major issue for companies so getting redemptions off their hands there's a reason they do redemption programs and stuff like that at the national because these are you know a hassle for them as well so the white boxes are a relief for them it's things they don't have to worry about and so i think if collectors are doing that for the company that they need to be rewarded a little more than the white boxes they are now but moving right along guys the hobby hit the mainstream this week with First, the Sirius XM special with Darren Ravel, Golden Auctions, Vintage Breaks, uh, which was absolutely incredible. And then the release of the Washington Post article, which focused on the recent scandals that are currently going on in the hobby. And, you know, it's it's awesome that this is finally getting some mainstream attention. I think that's going to cause, it should cause this to move forward a little bit more. Um after talking to a couple of people that are indirectly involved in some of the issues going on, I, I do think that a lot more is going to be coming out. Um, and I think after the National, I think you'll see a lot more come out. And some of the silence from certain parties probably broken. But like I said, that that's just my opinion. But it was a really interesting listen uh, on Sirius. The Washington Post article was excellent. And we'll be talking about it more a little bit later with one of our guests, um, both the article and the SiriusXM special. But there was one really interesting revelation that uh, I want to focus on, at least right now. And apparently, some people had already known about this. I don't know how I hadn't, especially helping run the scammers page. We, I'm normally pretty aware on some of this stuff, but one that I had never heard before and that uh, the guy from Golden Auctions pointed it out on the SiriusXM show, is that there are two Tom Brady Contenders Championship Ticket rookie autos that are numbered number 100 out of 100, and both are slabbed and graded by PSA. One of them is a complete and total there's more information on this on the actual Golden Auction because it's actually up right now. You can go to their website and check out the real one. Um, but they have had, they do have some more information regarding the fake one on there. But this 
right here is a prime example of something that can not happen. It cannot happen, at least if grading is going to have any legitimacy or value beyond simply extra protection. This stuff, I mean, this type of card, I don't care if it was graded 10 years ago when you didn't know if this was going to be what it is now and Brady was going to be what he is now. I, it doesn't matter. This is the type of card where if even if you have an inkling, a general, if you think he has a 1% chance of being that legend, those cards, I mean, <laughs> there's there's just no excuse for it, especially considering one's completely fake. It doesn't have the stamp, the certified stamp on the front. The numbering on the back and stuff um, is wrong. I mean, it, they pointed out multiple problems with the fake one, which just so happened to get the exact same grade, which is even scarier since they don't look <laughs> they don't look alike. It's it's just awful. And it pointed out uh, uh, the absolute, it's just a perfect example of exactly what's wrong with what's going on right now, which it's been going on for a while. It, this is nothing new, but such an iconic card, such a high value card, such a major chase card has to be looked at by more than one eye, has to be looked at by more than two eyes. There needs to be a team for it if you're going to keep it and leave it in people's hands, which we'll touch on later. There's got to be something different. It cannot be the way it is right now. But guys, we're not going to dwell on that too long because it is time for this segment that is still taking the nation by storm, making its live debut at the National next Friday with a live break at Topps Jumbo, giving everything away to people in attendance. It's time for Letter Rip. for this week's edition of Letter Rip, sponsored by Sports Card Exchange. We're going to be going with 2019 Panini Elements Football. The metal-based product returns for year two with really some major improvements. Elements was really my favorite product, at least my favorite new product of 2018, as, you know, I've always been a fan of these different types of releases uh something that throws a little curveball into the the normal releases that we get and elements definitely does that the base set once again is on metal stock all numbered to 75 or less rookies are also included in the base set for the first time as well and you've got gold out of 25 or less cobalt out of 10 or less and platinum one-on-one parallels for that base set but what makes Elements really are the hard-signed autos. Can't call them on card because, well, it's on metal stock. You've got the RPS rookie signatures, which are all out of 199 or less, and these have on-card ink from, obviously, 2019 draft picks. You've also got gold out of 50 or less, red out of 25 or less, cobalt out of 10 or less, black out of 5 or less, and platinum 101 parallels. Veterans also get a steel signatures line, which really looks, they look really similar to the rookie design, just obviously featuring veterans, and they change it up a little bit. Um, and that's the steel signatures line, and those are all out of 149 or less, and they only have gold out of 50 or less and platinum 101 parallels. Then you've also got one of my favorite sets, which is the metal moment signatures. 
these are all numbered at a 49 or less and it focuses on a certain moment in time this insert set this year actually features tom brady as well i'm looking at the brady card right here and uh it features him holding up his you know touchdown sign with both fingers in the air um it says brady delivers epic rally for fifth ring and it's about the soup and it features a picture from the super bowl with an on-card brady signature so i mean elements has some absolute monsters in it but all of the autographs aren't on metal stock there are some acetate and new options this year first up you've got the rookie neon signs which it's got a uh, the team logo design behind it um kind of almost on like a shadow box effect with the signature on top of it these are all at a 199 or less and you've got blue at a 125 or less red at a 50 or less purple at a 25 or less and yellow one of one parallels then for the first time ever some rpas in elements you've got the rookie neon material signs which has that autograph on top of a really big memorabilia swatch and these cards look amazing these uh are numbered at a 25 or less and have prime at a 15 or less and shield 101 parallels the <laughs> i'm gonna say it again these look absolutely stunning elements really missed out in 2018 not having rpas but they do have them this year and man the designs look absolutely stunning veterans also get the neon signs treatment these have a really awesome black and white image of the player playing in the background once again with that shadow box effect on acetate and with an on-card signature right there these come in a horizontal tier one and a vertical tier two set so two different uh variations both of these are numbered to 125 or less and you've got blue at a 50 or less red at a 10 or less purple out of five or less and yellow one of one parallels beyond the autographs you do have a couple of just memorabilia only options you've got elements of success which is numbered at a 199 or less opposing elements and transitions materials all of these they really look great the the memorabilia looks awesome they're utilizing a lot of different pieces of memorabilia i know i've seen at least a jersey football and glove in some of them um, so some really cool pieces I think they have some that are up to five piece relics so some really nice stuff there in terms of memorabilia as well and these obviously all have prime parallels and black 101 versions and elements just dropped it dropped on July 19th so it is out now and what you're going to be looking at is four cards per pack one pack per box and 12 boxes per case and each box is going to give you two autographs and one relic card and each of those autographs one's going to be metal and one's going to be acetate so elements football you know it's it's not a massive product you're looking at about 125 135 bucks a box so you know it's not going to break the bank it's not the it's not the cheapest product in the world that's out there but there there's some really really big hits in this i mean the the rookie class you know obviously is going to be strong but for the veteran set i mean you've got drew Brees, jared goff baker uh kirk cousins trubisky mark schlereth you know some archie manning steve largent i mean some really cool old school guys along with some current 
veterans that are still tearing it up. And medal moments, which I mentioned with the Brady. I mean, that checklist is just stacked as well. I mean, you got Michael Vick, Joe Montana, John Elway, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, The checklist itself is just absolutely amazing. I highly recommend checking out Elements. The RPAs look stunning. The metal cards are really unique and interesting. Tons of hard sign stuff. It's just a fun product all around. So uh, Elements Football, it's out now. Check it out. Let Me Get That Potograph is proudly sponsored by Chicagoland Sports Cards and Memorabilia. Look, reputation is everything in this hobby, and you'd be hard-pressed to find a better one than Chicagoland Sports Cards. Wholesaler since 1990 and adding a brick-and-mortar shop in Buffalo Grove in 2007, the Chicagoland Sports Cards has proven that they're here to stay. With an incredible selection of cards and memorabilia, from singles to cases, jerseys to balls, on their easy-to-navigate website, Chicagoland Sports Cards is your one-stop shop for anything you need in the hobby. And headed to the National this year? Well, Chicagoland Sports Cards will be located at Corporate Booth 650, so stop on by as they have an amazing booth. So head on over to ChicagolandSportsCards.com or hit up their brick-and-mortar shop located in Buffalo Grove for all your sports cards and memorabilia needs. And welcome back, everybody, to episode 67 of, let me get that potograph, our NSCC preview special. And uh, on the line now, we've got a very special guest. He is the owner of Freedom Cardboard, an admin and sports card scammers exposed, and he works with Vintage Breaks, Mr. Chris Gilmore. Chris, thanks for joining me today. Hey, Drew. Glad to do it. Yeah, absolutely, man. So um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, earlier this week, we had the Washington Post put out an article discussing everything that's been going on and then Sirius XM also Darren Ravel had their special with uh actually with your one of your partners Leighton was on the show as well um did you get a chance to check any of those out at all no I didn't I, I did talk to Leighton about it um but uh I'm like I, I, I kind of work with Leighton on some of some of this stuff but uh no I haven't been able to actually listen to that one yet I did read the Washington Post article right well there's quite a few um really interesting things that i took from uh the sirius xm chat for anyone that hasn't checked it out it is on on demand on sirius xm's uh on demand platform that's where i listen to it and there were a couple of things that really they were they were interesting to say the least and i'll i'll move on to the scandal part and the stuff that has to do with all of that junk here in just a few but um i wanted to get your opinion on a couple of things that they were talking about and one of them was were you aware that there was a Tom Brady contenders 100 out of 100? Were you aware that there was two of those, like a fake one that was fully graded by PSA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's been going on for a while. I mean, like, the stuff that's coming up, none of it's new. I mean, this stuff has no. been all over message boards for years now. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, you're right. It has been. I just, I hadn't heard that one myself. Um, there were quite a few really just small little tidbit things like that that came out. Um, but one of the most interesting that I heard was they were talking about, and I know you're a Braves fan, so I'll move on to a Brave guy real quick. They talked about Tom Glavin for a little bit. Um, now, during his 300th win game, now he was with the Mets at this time, but they were talking about, they had Paula Duke on who caught for him that game. He was on the chat, and 
they were talking about memorabilia from actual games and stuff like that. The the thing that stuck out the most to me was when they got to talking about his jerseys. He wore a jersey and inning for his 300th game. Were you aware of that at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That stuff's been going on for since the dawn of time, uh, or since, since the dawn of sports memorabilia. Really, I mean, it's it's, it's just the way to do it. I mean, Tom actually, I and mean, there were some interviews with Tom uh, about it that that were here local. They weren't like national or anything, but he was on like sports radio here talking about it and saying how ridiculous he thought it was. But uh, guys like Tom and I remember uh, John Smoltz particularly particularly thinks the industry is just complete and utter crap uh we had john smolt signing at uh, one of our shows here in atlanta and uh we were talking to him about the sports memorabilia industry he said yeah it's just something i don't want my name attached to or involved in because it's just crap <laughs> so one of the uh when they had um ken from golden on and they were talking about it from golden auctions they they started discussing you know they were talking about the brady and then they got into uh the trimming scandal and everything that's been going on lately. And he brought up the the idea that grading needs to be done computerized. It needs to, the human element of it needs to be taken out of everything. And I wanted to actually have you on to discuss this with you because you're, I mean, if there's a question I have with computers, I go to you. I mean, that it's what you do and, and that's what you deal with. And so if there's someone that could actually speak to how feasible that truly is, I would imagine it would be you, is the, I mean, is this somewhere that we can actually get to? Can programs like this be made to, you know, maybe combat some of the stuff we're seeing going on right now? Uh, yeah, they can. Um, as far as a uh, from a software development perspective, it, it is not easy. You have to store a bunch of, in, uh, you have to store a bunch of exemplars. Anything when you computerize something, the hardest thing to account for is the exception to the rule. And, you know, with grading, there are always exceptions to the rule, and there is always a bit of subjectivity. Well, computers don't deal with subjectivity very well. Right. So you would have to kind of train your program and to work it out to flag such. You, know, you can't get a computer program that will make a decision about the, about the exception. You have to get to flag those for human review. Uh, I think it's very possible if you if you construct such a system that says, "Oh, hey, something's up with this. Let me flag it for human review." Right. No, that makes sense. So basically, what you're saying is have it pretty much all done by a computer, but when an issue arises, it it tells people, "Hey, some people need to look at this." You know, a good parallel for this is what they're doing in the South Atlantic League with a computerized strike zone. There's a bit of there's there's some comparisons to this. Like uh, strike zone is relative to the batter. Yeah. Well, grading is relative to the car they're looking at. That that's why a program that checks exemplars would be so important. But also that's intelligent enough to know, hey, something's not right here. Human, I need you to check this. And that's what that's what the um, the strike zone kind of does. You know, I, like I saw one uh, one the other day where there was a strike at the eyes and. Uh, Computers had strike, umpire said, no, it's not a strike. And the umpire overruled it because it was obvious that the machine had, had errored. Machines are still going to error. Like, there's no machine out there that's error-free. Uh, if you want proof, look at the centering on top card. <laughs> you know, that actually that's actually a perfect segue to something that I was, else I was going to ask you. And 
when it comes, I don't know if you'd know the answer to this or not. I don't, but a lot of the issues that we're seeing come up now have to do with trimming, have to do with, you know, cutting that, these microscopic little, littlest bits off of a card to, you know, to make the imperfection not exist anymore. I'm, I'm just curious myself if we can get, if we have the technology now to where we can get a printer that, or a, uh, excuse me, something that can cut paper that can cut at that small of a measurement, that can measure that small of a measurement, when it comes to grading, shouldn't the size, shouldn't the, the trimming issue be the easiest one to catch? How do they go about doing the, the actual sizing when it comes to grading on this and the centering? Well, I mean, part of the issue is, and this is particular with older cards, with newer cards, I honestly don't know how it's passing. But the older cards, there are slight variations in size. If you look at a set of, like, uh, one of the 1950s tops run, and you put it on its end, you're going to see some cards that are just a tick longer longer than others, a tick shorter, or a tick wider than others. That's why those variations exist. And what, what trimmers do is they know those variations, and they take advantage of it. They go, well, this card can be a 64th of an inch uh, narrower. So they say, hey, I've got that much to take off. That's right. how they're fooling the system. Um, now, modern cards where, where where you don't have that problem, I do not understand how tops are missing those. Like the thread that got posted a couple of days ago, where there was a bunch of red tall boys trim. Did you see that one? Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous that they missed those, because those are just that's just hey, we're not spending enough time with the card. There's not a whole lot of variance on those. No, there's not. I I did see that thread. I thought it was ridiculous. And what you just said, that right there, there's. It seems like they just need to slow down. And that's what, I mean, that's what Darren Ravel, I'll give, I will give Sirius XM and Darren Ravel credit. I was not expecting their, their special to really be that in depth. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to cover it that much because really up until this and the Washington Post article, the mainstream media and stuff like that hadn't covered it too much. But they actually went into some pretty good detail that I was surprised to see them go into. But that's what he was saying. They need to slow down. And things just—I don't know. There needs to be a little bit more transparency. What do you—what do you expect to see out of all this? Not a whole lot. <laughs> I could say, hey, yeah, jail time, Gary Moser, and, you know, all this, but I just don't yeah. see it happening. Like, um, what did it say? like I've read some of the like um, I don't know if you read Paul Lesko. Paul Lesko yeah. uh, is one of the more interesting guys out there because he looks from a legal perspective. He says, hey, the case the defense the defense is preparing. Is one of those that, hey, these guys are only following best practices in other industries. Yep. Right, you know, retouching paintings is, is a thing. And uh, I actually think that defense will work in court of law. It doesn't work in sports cards. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I hope there's a way to make them be done with sports cards. But I don't think they're going to see any fines or jail time because, jail time because I think their defense is uh, – is going down a, uh, a path that's going to work. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And something that um, that when I look at this, I look at the sports card industry and I see this massive, massive boom going on in just an industry that's completely un, unregulated, really, un, you know, it's not policed. Anyone can do anything. Do you think, do you think that this brings about some change to that? Do you think the industry starts getting possibly a little more a little more structure, maybe a little better checks and balance system? 
No. <laughs> I, I, I do not see how regulate. I mean, everybody talks about regulate it. Regulate it. No, there's, there's, there's no way to regulate this. Um, right. It's literally a company or two making cards that uh, they're, they're, they're making what is seen as a uh, children's product. You know, they're, 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 they're trading cards. I mean, right. Uh, now, I, and I'm, I'm going to take some heat for this, but I think that uh, cards have gotten too expensive, and I think that's bad for everyone, but I think that's what brings in a lot of this. Uh, yeah. I would be in favor of seeing some of the prices dip. Uh, I know that that's not a popular opinion, and that's one that uh, people will disagree with me on. I mean, I understand where that would kind of maybe cause i mean what i mean let's face it ever in any industry no matter what when there's more money flowing when there's more of these big ticket items that's where i mean issues are going to arise people are going to try and cut corners yeah and people are definitely cutting literal corners (laughs) yes they are well with that beautiful pun by chris gilmore we'll move on now man um i wanted to talk with you about the national it is our nscc preview episode and wanted to touch on the national a little bit because i know you have been going for forever now i mean uh, how how many years have you been going to the national in a row uh we were uh, with fcb when thing when you could actually run a forum and get people on a forum yeah. <laughs> not the reality we're in anymore we were a corporate sponsor of the national from 2008 to 2014 uh we had a good ride with it um but i've been going and uh kind of you know promoting things and picking up odd jobs in the years since then. So uh, I've missed like one national since 2008. Wow. So so for everyone that's listening, I know we have a lot of listeners who have told me that they're going to their first national this year that they haven't been. And I experienced mine last year, but working working the booths and doing everything's a little bit different. Um, For the people that are going for their first time, if you, if you had to give them any tips, any advice, what would you, you know, What's some of the best advice you can give someone going? Uh, bring two pairs of shoes and rotate them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, uh, like, uh, don't be afraid to go after the free stuff. Like, um, I know, like, if you're on Twitter, it's kind of bad form to just halt contests all the time and uh, be the first one to pop into a, a freebie or whatever. But uh, at the National, that's what those vendors set up for. And they set up an environment to where you can come in and get free stuff. Yep. Don't don't let anybody hate on you for uh, standing in line or bringing your kid in line with you to get two. That's you know part of the fun. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it is, and there and there's a lot of really good freebies this year. There's some awesome stuff to uh, to be taken a look at. I mean, there there was a lot of nice stuff last year too. I, I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, I actually did did one program this year. Uh, I uh, was a big part of coming up with Vintage Breaks uh, booth freebie program, and I think it's pretty damn good. What are you guys doing over there? Uh, with Vintage Breaks, we have 50 packs to give away every day. Nice. And uh, they'll be given away to the first 50 people that come up and register for the uh, com website. And each pack has a gift certificate that ranges from 10 to $100 at VintageBreaks.com and uh, a vintage card in it. And there are some seated high-end, well, relatively high-end vintage cards. There's like, there's like a, a Clemente 7 in there. There's some good nice. stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Leighton, uh, Leighton and John and uh, Mike Eisner, uh, not not the Disney Mike Eisner, the Vintage Breaks Mike Eisner. <laughs> <laughs> went all out with uh, 
with, with putting the putting their packs together and um, put a lot of effort into uh, at boost stuff. We're also going to have some free entry packs. Like uh, you can walk up, sign up for a free spot in like a 1986 top pack, or not 86, 86 is worthless. 84 tops pack. Nice. And once it fills, we'll break it on, we'll break it on camera. And, you know, you leave with your car. You don't have to wait for it to get mailed or anything. So it's going to be pretty cool. No, absolutely. That sounds like a lot of fun. And see, guys, this is what we're talking about. That's just one booth. That's just the Vintage Breaks booth. Quite a bit of stuff going on where you don't even have to spend money. So there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff you can do there just uh, just really walking around and checking it out. And you're going to be uh, – are you going to be doing anything on the main stage with Vintage Breaks this year? Yeah, Friday at 1, we're going to be uh, breaking on the main stage. We're going to break something old with somebody famous. We don't quite know who or what yet, but we'll, we'll get it done. Nice. Okay, so you guys, <laughs> you guys are coming up right after we are, basically. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah and, and I planned it that way. That way I can watch your show, too. But uh, last year's going to be tough to top. We had that uh, 55. Mix- yeah, but they, hey, they've been pulling some fire. They've been pulling some fire. I saw that Gretzky come out. I mean, <laughs> Leighton's been on fire lately. I mean, last time I was up there, I was breaking some cards on camera, and I pulled a uh, Robin Yow that uh, I, I didn't follow up to see what it graded, but it had a shot at a 10. Like, if it didn't 9, I'd be surprised. I'm also working with Grand Slam this year, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm setting up all their tech, and today I'm trying to, round, I'm trying to do the oddest thing I've ever done for a person in the sports card industry today. I'm trying to find this man a monkey. Oh, I saw that on the, uh, the sports card scammers chat. I didn't know Nate. I didn't know Nathan was serious, but <laughs> he is dead serious. I'm trying to find this man, a monkey, like an organ grinder monkey, to come in and entertain the crowd. Well, damn! I didn't know I was keeping you from finding. Uh, I didn't know I was keeping you from such important tasks here, Chris. <laughs> well, here's, here's the funny thing. I found one. Oh God. Like, I found one. I just got to make sure that it's available. Like, I'm, I'm emailing them and all, and we're just, just, hey, we're checking our schedule. So this might actually happen. They might have a flip of monkey in a Grand Slam shirt there. <laughs> That's absolutely awesome. I did see that in the scammers chat uh, during the um, the live stream that was going on over there. Um so, so Chris, before I let you go, man, uh, for anyone that doesn't follow you on social media or anything, uh, where can they find you at? Uh, FCB Sports Cards on Twitter. Um, not a hard guy to find. Just find the guy everybody's hating on and you generally find me. <laughs> well, Chris, uh, I guess I'll be seeing you here in about uh, 10 days or so, but thanks for stopping by the show today, man. Yeah, man. We'll see you. What's up, guys? Drew here from Let Me Get That Potograph. Are you tired of buying into a break and waiting days, sometimes weeks, for it to fill? Well, this doesn't happen at mojobreak.com. At Mojo Breaks, everything's done on a schedule, which means all breaks are guaranteed to fill the same day. Mojo has hundreds of breaks a week in all formats and across all sports, and you can even get some spots for under $10. With over eight years in the breaking industry, Mojo's established themselves as a safe, trusted source for all of your group box and case break needs. So head on over to mojobreak.com and save big with some of their awesome breaks.
And once again, I'd like to thank Chris Gilmore for dropping by, but uh, we've got our second guest of the day on the line, and uh, well, he's the guy that helps you always. You guys see all the time on the show, powered by Wax Pack Nation, and you know I'll be at the Wax Pack Nation booth at the National. Well, we've got the man himself behind Wax Pack Nation, Mr. Jared Landers, joining us now. Jared, thanks so much for coming on, bud. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, man. So, uh, well, uh, obviously, national right around the corner. Um, I know you've got to be probably as excited as I am. First, I got to ask her. Uh, are you uh, driving up again last year? Uh, for those that don't know, Jared and I rode up together with each other last year. Uh, you, did you make the smart decision and get a plane ticket this year since I'm unfortunately driving again? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm uh, definitely flying this year. The 20-hour the drive last year was uh, something I don't ever want to do again. <laughs> yeah. Got a flight up uh, going and a flight coming back. And uh, for those that don't know, Drew and I last year drove with all of uh, our stuff in a cargo van all the way up to the national so again that's not happening this year either yeah luckily we're not we're actually riding in a little bit more comfortable car but uh yeah hopefully next year at least for atlantic city i'll be getting that plane ticket but anyway uh today we've got our nscc preview show so i wanted to have you on a little bit because I've I've told people a little bit about what's going on, but uh, first of all, why don't you explain a little bit about what exactly Wax Pack Nation is? Sure. So the goal of Wax Pack Nation is to uh, provide a single source of uh, anything related to sports cards and the collectibles market. Uh, so we're we're still relatively a startup, so we are you know slowly building up all the pieces, but. We have our primary Facebook group, which has a little over 15,000 members right now. It's called Baseball Cards for Sale or Trade by Wax Pack Nation. Uh, some of us also know us as ND, as No Drama. Uh, so you can find that on Facebook. Uh, roughly 15,400 members right now, so we're growing pretty quick. Uh, and then on top of that group, we have other Facebook groups uh, meant for different uh, uh, niches, such as one for uh, boxes and packs, one for just chatting about cards, one for showing your, your recent hit. Uh, we have one for our PSA uh, grading submission group. We do uh, submissions for you know members, $9.50 for 45 business day, a uh, lot cheaper than uh, PSA directly, obviously, and a lot quicker. So uh, we got those things going. Um, you know, we're we're building out a blog. We're going to be building out a uh, a site so that you can purchase cards directly, and then eventually we'll be building out an auction system uh, similar to eBay, but uh, without all the fees. Yeah, no. And guys, just to let you know, if you I know some of you guys aren't in a lot of Facebook rooms or have sent me messages saying that you are new. If you're looking for a baseball room. Um, there's a couple of great ones, but there's not one really <laughs> that I would say compares to a uh, wax pack to indie. It's a uh, it's an absolutely top notch room, as well as all the other services that he did just mention. So obviously, a lot of stuff going on with Wax Pack Nation. It's growing quite a bit. We had our first our first taste of being there as a dealer last year, and uh, we're coming back again this year, as I mentioned earlier. But um. 
we've got quite a bit of stuff. You know, we we got a lot bigger booth, from my understanding, and quite a few uh, people there with a lot of different things. Uh, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what we've got going on at the Wax Pack booth this year? Sure, yeah. So we doubled the space for this year. Last year, we felt a little cramped only having two booths. Nice. So this year, we have four booths, and we don't share any side of the booth, which is really helpful. Because even though we had two booths last year, we one side of the booth was you know shared by the next door neighbor. So this year we have all four booths with no neighbors, and uh, so we have a, a few different uh, people in the hobby that will be joining us this year. So uh, Tim Carroll uh, of Tim Car- Carroll Art will be joining us. He is the one that cuts up baseball cards and makes these elaborate uh, pictures out of them. He was recently featured in Cooperstown. And uh, he joined us last year as well. His artwork is uh, absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I had uh, commissioned a piece from him a few years back. And that's how I uh, met him to the, the 1968 Nolan Ryan rookie that he made uh, a few years back is uh, the piece that I own. And uh, this year he'll be making a Topps Living Mike Trout at the booth that people can come by. And so that's the card that he's making because he was on the show a couple of weeks ago and he hadn't decided yet which piece he was going to be making. He has decided on the, the living set trout. He has decided on that, yes. I was uh, I was quite hopeful he was going to pick the 1990 score Bo Jackson with the, uh, the shoulder pads. Oh, yeah. I had commissioned that piece as well. And... Uh, you know, I kind of knew that it was going to be done around the national. So I was thinking he might choose that to do at the national, but he actually finished that one early and has chosen to do the tops living Mike Trout. Nice. So, uh, in addition to, uh, Tim and everything, what else you got going on at the booth? So Clint Anderson will be joining us. He is the owner of the collection case. Uh, for those that have probably seen them on Facebook or if they went to the national last year, People are walking around with these, you know, nice, very sturdy uh, cases to hold their BGS and PSA cards. Incredible cases. He will be attending the show as well. Uh, I checked in with him a few hours ago. He is bringing 400 cases with him, so uh, a sizable amount. But, you know, last year we sold out uh, when he brought it about 300 cases, so... I would expect uh, they're going to sell out again, so, you know, try to get there early. Oh, they'll absolutely sell out, especially if they're the new ones and stuff, because they just, they look a lot nicer even than last year, and last year they were the nicest cases I've ever seen. I can't wait to see these new ones. <laughs> yeah, he made a he made a, a brand new case that's really sweet looking, and then I actually got a glimpse of a brand new one that I never saw before today. It is waterproof and fireproof, and he will be bringing that one to the show as well. Nice. So we've got Clint, we've got Tim, obviously myself in the show there, and then obviously tons and tons of cards. If you guys didn't see our booth last year and you're coming for the first time, Jared's collection and what Jared's got is just absolutely incredible, and I can only imagine this year you've got just as many. (laughs) Yeah, this year is going to be a crazy amount of cards. So I decided to rent a pod and fill the pod up and ship that up to Chicago, figuring that was one of the cheaper ways to ship a huge amount of cards. And the pod has a 2,500-pound weight limit, and I somehow filled it up to 3,950 pounds of cards. Wow. That's... <laughs> there's, a, there's a few thousand PSA-graded cards and 
uh, a ton of wax packs and boxes and, you know, singles and you name it, it's going to be there. Uh, I have roughly 3,000 Mike Trout individual cards that will be there for the taken that I'm sure that a lot of people are going to be, you know, uh, rummaging through. Oh, no, absolutely. So, guys, as you can tell, the Wax Pack booth, as I've been telling you, it's chock full of different stuff. You've got some of the nicest cases in the hobby. You can check out Tim doing some amazing stuff, obviously. Let me get that potograph will be there. Jared's got the cards. any As many cards as you need, Jared's got them, especially when it comes to baseball. Um, Big Time Breaks is going to be there with us. Uh, Wax Pack Nation booth is going to be pretty incredible. And, Jared, do you have the... Uh, do you happen to know the booth numbers off the top of your head? I know we're right across from the Tops booth, right? We are. We're we're about caddy corner from Tops, and uh, we are booth numbers three sixty nine, four seventy, four sixty nine, and five seventy. Awesome. Well, guys, like I said, if you aren't there, I mean, we'll be doing a lot of stuff uh, with the show and. I know Big Time Breaks will too, depending on the internet service. Hopefully, it'll be some live stuff, depending on the Wi-Fi. But um, obviously, we'll know that a little bit more when we get there. But Jared, um, I know last year it was both of our first. It was my first national period. It was your first doing it as a, a dealer and someone with um tables. But you've been to a couple of nationals before. And I had uh, Chris Gilmore, uh, a friend of both of ours, on just before you came on. And I asked him this question. And so I'm going to ask you as well, since both of y'all have a lot more experience in this than I do. Um, For the people that are going, it's their first year. And I mean, the one thing that shocked me was just how overwhelming it was. I, I heard the stories and everything. But when you walk in there, it's it's so incredibly intimidating, especially when it when you're if you're not there for the entire time you know if you're only there for a couple of days and not the entire national it can be incredibly intimidating for people and so what would be some uh tips for going to the national for some people that may not you know have that much of a plan because that that's always been my number one piece of advice was have a plan of what you want to do a strategy going into it absolutely Uh, a strategy is definitely very important for the national uh I would say the biggest things that you need are good walking shoes. Oh, yeah. You need a lot of cash. A lot of the dealers do not accept credit cards. The bigger the bigger dealers will accept credit cards. Wax Pack will accept credit cards, PayPal. Uh, but cash is definitely king. Uh, last year at the Cleveland National, the ATM machines ran out of cash after yeah. day two. So, uh, so that was definitely a, a problem spot. And, you know, it frustrated a lot of dealers, obviously. Uh, you know, but, you know, should you run out of cash, feel free to stop by our booth, obviously, because we won't have a, you know, that problem. Uh, make sure that whatever you're looking for, you, you kind of write down a list because internet might be a little wonky and you might have some problems opening up, uh, you know, any kind of list that you have on your phone. You know, outside of that, I mean, you know, just take it all in, enjoy yourself. It's, it's a really fun place to be. Uh, you could, you could go and knock out the entire show in a few hours, or you can go and not feel like five days is enough time, depending on, you know, what you make of it. You know, using the the, the large booths like Tops and Panini, they're doing promotions all day long. Uh, you know, we'll be doing promotions during the entire week. 
uh, you know, blowout. Some of the other large companies are always doing, you know, promotions, uh, you know, taking a few breaks, uh, you know, big time breaks is uh, planned to be there as well as some other breakers. And, you know, it's, it's enjoyable to just kind of, you know, sit back, relax and, and, you know, sometimes live vicariously through others, you know, check out the, the, the cards that you always wanted, but, you know, you might not be able to afford. And, yeah. and also, you know, pick up a box or two of a uh, of product and just, you know, chill and, and, you know, open it up. At our booth this year, one of the things that we are doing is we are dedicating basically an entire booth to just relaxing. Uh, we are bringing a couch and, you know, just chill, open up your own packs, you know, charge your cell phone. We'll have some cell phone chargers there because that's also a, a missing piece in the uh, uh, conference room. So, uh, you know, so, so bring a, bring yourself over, you know, sit down, chill, you know, whether you get the product for us or, or from anybody else to be able to just sit there and just kind of open up some packs and relax a little bit. No, absolutely, man. I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. Um, especially, you know, I didn't know we were bringing a couch too. So that's absolutely awesome. I'm stoked about that. <laughs> I, uh, I'm looking forward to, picking the couch up actually because uh i decided not to ship it and that i'm just gonna get it in chicago nice well you know like i've been telling you guys uh at least now the man's on here to tell you a little bit more about it the wax pack booth this year is gonna be absolutely incredible make sure you guys stop by at like like jared said giveaways tons of different stuff and seriously even if you don't spend a dime walk over stop by join the show watch tim carroll for 30 minutes it'll blow you away and just talking to him it's a it's a blast there's uh gonna be so much at the booth but uh jared looking forward to seeing you in a couple weeks bud for uh those that don't know and everything once again where can they find wax pack nation uh you know on social media and everything so facebook we have baseball cards for sale or trade by wax pack nation Instagram is Waxpack Nation. Twitter is Waxpack. And you can also just visit our website, waxpack.com. That's W-A-X-P-A-C-K.com. Awesome. Well, Jared, uh, thanks for stopping by, bud, and uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much. Now, once again, I'd like to thank both of our guests for joining me today, Jared Landris from Waxpack Nation and Chris Gilmore from Vintage Breaks, Freedom Cardboard, Sports Card Scammers Exposed, and I'm sure about 60 other job titles. <laughs> but guys, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Let Me Get That Potograph. Next week when we're coming to you guys, we will be coming to you from the National. Now, I know some of you guys may not have social media or may not check it too much, and if you haven't, you might not be aware of what we've got going on here at the show. As you heard during the episode, we will be doing the show from the Wax Pack Nation booth all week. We'll be doing lots of live content, lots of video stuff, some really awesome special guests coming your way. Um, it's going to be a jam-packed week. In our main stage slot, Friday from 11 to 12 p.m., make sure if you guys are at the National, get on over, head on over and check it out. Uh, Mojo Breaks, awesome enough to have donated us a box of Topps Chrome Jumbo, the brand new release. We'll be busting it live for Letter Rip, and we'll be giving all those hits away to people in attendance, especially the kids. If you got your kids at the National, make sure you head on over there Friday. But guys, you know the deal. Keep ripping those packs, pulling those hits, 
And we will talk to you at the National, baby. Peace. Bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactic. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.